Brighton Music Conference with Sharpstream.
You are listening to the Brighton Music Conference podcast. It's Ellie here with Mr. Stuart Knight. Can you tell us a bit about that track? Yeah, that's um, that, that's a, uh, a track from Sterling Void called It's All Right. It's a, a new re- remix by Desi Versions. It's a package that we put together at the end of back end of the summer this year um, to kind of celebrate 30 years of the summer of love. Sterling Void, um, It's All Right, it was a big record uh, during that time. And um, yeah, we, we, we kind of we put out some new mixes, one from Odessi Versions, the one you just heard, um, one from Mark Knight, one from Amin Edge and Dance, and one from DJ Spen as well. So covered all the bases kind of genre-wise. And, um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a good thing to kind of reinvent that record again and, uh, uh, and put it back out on the label. Now, that obviously originally came out when you were a little bit younger, Stuart. Just yeah. a little bit. I didn't, <laughs> didn't have a beard then. Um, no, that was, yeah, that, that's kind of 89, 90 time. It's, it was the kind of beginning of this whole kind of house movement and a record that was that, that was always really kind of seminal for me and, and a record I, I loved to hear in the clubs when I, when I was first starting going out. Yeah, now I want to talk about your journey into the music industry. Obviously, you are a huge part of Tour Room Records, one of the original founders with your brother, Mark, and you guys have been going strong for 15 years yes. this year. Congratulations. How did it all come about, though? Um, it, it was always an out, uh, started as an outlet for Mark's music. Um, we started it in my parents' house, in the Tool Room outside the, their, their property, and... Yeah, Mark was in the studio, and and it was it was an outlet for Mark to get his music heard and hopefully signed to record labels. Um, we didn't have a lot of success actually getting the record signed back then, so we 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 started our own label, and and it grew, it's grown and grown, and it, and it is what it is today. You know, a record label, an events company, a publishing side to it, an academy side to it. It's um, yeah, it, it's grown quite a bit. Now we're going to talk a little bit more about the academy side of Tour Room later. What I really want to hear now is what your next selection is. What do you want to play? Next one for me is going to be it's going to be a, a, a current record. It's it's, it's by a Vice, um, someone that we kind of um, have worked with for m- most of the fifteen years that we've been going as a label under different different guises. Um, now under the, the pseudonym Vice, he's he's really gaining some success, and this is a big record for him this year. It's called Feel My Needs. Um, it's Radio One playlisted at the moment. Um, yeah, big record and, and success truly deserved.
a great track you guys released Sunshine last year didn't you yeah another record from Vice another big summer record he, he, he tends to pull it out of the bag in the summer and um, yeah yeah, another successful one but Phil My Needs has yeah, smashed it this year for us what's he got planned for winter then Rest, I think. Um, no, we, you know, I think he, he's yeah. Looking, we're still looking into what the next project's going to be, um, and yeah, yeah, just just kind of riding the success of this at the moment. Now, Stuart, we met at Brighton Music Conference a couple of years ago, where I interviewed you. How important do you think it is for the industry to kind of stay connected and make sure that they're, they're attending these kinds of events? I think I think it's key. It's you know, even for you know, experienced people like myself within the, within the industry you know I'm still trying to attend as many of these conferences as I can and and BMC is, is great for networking it's 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 what the UK has, has needed for for a long while somewhere that we can we, we can meet we can share experience we can educate ourselves with, with with new things that are happening within the industry um and yeah it, it, it's it's it, it's been great having bmc because as i say the uk was lacking that you know uh, we spent a lot of time you know i spent a lot of time in the early days going to miami for the music conference there going to amsterdam for ade um and always thought it was a bit strange that we didn't have something in our in our own backyard so to speak um being that that we are are looked at as uh, as uh, as a place where a lot of this this music uh, comes from, so yeah, BMC's yeah, amazing from a networking point of view. And your involvement with BMC grows year on year, doesn't it, through the academy? Yeah, you know, I've always got on really well with you know with everyone that's part of BMC. It's a real movement, and I think we've always we've worked together with what we want to get across as our message with the Academy and what they're trying to achieve as a conference. So, you know, they're great guys to work in that respect. We're always looking at new ideas and ways of, uh, of moving the association on. You know, we, we started it, you know, it'd be our fourth year this year. So, yeah, three years, and it's evolved every year um, as the conference has evolved. Um, and, we're, you know, we're excited this year to, to take it another step further. Now, it looks like in 2019 you're going to be adding something a little bit different to the Academy, which I'm excited about just because I like the word. It's a buzzword, but it's a good word. Can you tell me a little bit about creativity? 
Yeah, we're 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 looking really at, for for the from the academy point of view of, of really you know finding some talent out of it. You know that that's been our biggest uh, USP with it. You know, it's the academy is is there. It's taught by people that are either within the scene currently or have been in the scene and, and, and achieved success with it. So we want it to be. Um, an ecosystem that, that that really produces talent. Um, this year, we've um, we've had some we've had some real success stories with artists that have come through the academy and gone on to release records either on the label or we've helped them sign those records to other record labels. Um, so yeah, it, next year is really kind of focusing on talent. You know, it's it's and with the, with the new courses that we have, the online courses that we do. Um, the masterclass courses and and you know the, the online tutorials that we do with Fader Pro as well. Um, there's kind of a, there's there's a range of, of of educational tools that you can you can access. Um, and yeah, we're, we're really really pleased with it. So you've got a new course. It's going to be called Creativity Unlocked. That's right. Yeah, that's correct. And when does that kickstart? Um, I believe that kickstarts at the beginning of the year. I think the first intake um, we're looking at is around about January time. Um, I believe we're, we're nearly sold out on that course already, which is which wow. is fantastic. Um, we um, we tend to have between twenty five and thirty students per online course, um, and I believe that that the, the first one for the year is sold out but don't quote me on it check the website i won't quote you on it what i will quote you on though because i know whenever i speak to you you know we do see each other at events and stuff you're always really passionate about the academy and about the young people that have kind of passed through your doors and become part of the tool room family so what i would like to do now is play a track by one of those successes who are you going to pick first who am i going to pick um i've got uh, i've got uh, a guy here called tonova um a guy that came um and was one of the first guys to sign up to our masterclass course um originally from the us uh, moved over to the ukraine funny enough um for a bit of time and then came and spent some time with us as i say at our um our academy and um yeah this is a track he did whilst he was with us um a track called the river we signed the record to one of our albums i believe to one of our ibiza albums and yeah he's gone on to have success signed to elro um dj for us in barcelona um and yeah one to watch
Now, you've spoken quite a bit about your personal journey into the industry. And obviously, from 15 years ago, when you guys first sort of started out, Mark first started making records and stuff. Touring has just gone on this absolutely huge journey, which has seen you grow and grow and grow. What kind of obstacles were you first facing when you started out? You've already said, obviously, that Mark's records weren't getting signed. And that is how Tourum was born. But kind of... Coming from not having much experience in the music industry, how have you navigated your way to this fantastic point that you're at? Um, there's no rule, but you can go and buy, and it tells you how to to, to get through the music industry. You do learn by your mistakes. Um, you, you learn very much through networking. You know, we, we touched on that uh, 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 about you know what happens at BMC and stuff like that. It's, it's about getting yourself out there and getting amongst it to. To, to find the contact and look for the opportunities. So, yeah, it, it's all it, it's been hard work. Obviously, it helps when there's two of you. You know, it's me, me and my brother. That there's a there's a wider family with the people that work for us as well. You know, who are all massively skilled and and dedicated to what they do. So, you know, it, it's it's always been for me about hard work and passion. You know, you marry those two things together and and you can make a success of most things. Um, but I think, yeah, it's been a journey for us. You know, we've had... One of the first struggles, I suppose, was actually trying to get your music out there, get it, first of all, get it heard, um, and then, from my point of view, get it sold. Um, that was always a, a, a struggle. You know, I spent many, many an hour travelling around in a van, dropping off records when we first started, and that was the outlet for music. That was the, how you got your record into a shop. Um, you know, those days are gone, but the challenges are still there. You know, how do you get to the, the, the front page of a, a Spotify or iTunes or Beatport or wherever your record sits? You know, how do you get that exposure? Um, it, it's it, it's still it's still a challenge. Um, you get better at it the, the more years that you do it. But, um, but yeah, it, it's, it's and I think that's what I like about it, the challenge. It's, it's a daily challenge. It, it, it's, it's not set in stone. But take us back, take us back in the day, you're in your van, <laughs> you got Mark's records in the back of the van, kind of, what was that experience like? What do you remember from those times, like when you're walking, I'm guessing you're walking into stores and you're pitching records, right? Yeah, yeah a lot of traffic jams getting in and out of London, uh, a lot a lot late back on a Friday night. Um, no, what, what, I, what I took from that is, is networking, you know, a lot of the people that worked either within the shops or the distributors, funny enough, have now gone on to still be involved in the music industry, so a lot of uh, friendships were forged back then um, and a lot of contacts were made so you know and also getting an understanding of how your records are being received from the grassroots um, it's all very well to hear people are playing your records but when people are buying them and, and seeing uh, and getting an understanding of what works commercially uh, as well as you know what works on a dance floor was, was, was a massive advantage for me. So I'm guessing all the way from back then in Soho, you are where you're at now, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think the, you know it, it, it seems it doesn't it, in some ways it seems like yesterday, but it, yeah, 15 years it, it's it's changed a lot. The industry has changed a lot. Technology has changed, um, but the principles that still remain the same. You know, it, it has to be great music. You know, great music will sell. It will cut through, and, and people will hear it. So. The focus has to be on that. The focus has to be on the, the, the music and, the, and then the development of the artists that, that are making that music. So the, the, the ethos still applies. Now, some would say that kind of those journeys to where people are at now, 
people kind of have never had it so easy in terms of if you're young and you want to be in the industry, yes, it is saturated to an extent because music is available so readily online and there are loads of different ways to release yourself. But in terms of actually the support you get as an artist from institutions such as yourself... People haven't had it so good, have they? No, no. I, 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 do you know what? You know, if there was, if there was, if Tourum Academy was around when I started, I, I would have been the first one to sign up because, uh, yeah, it, 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 those kind of things w- would have been great. But I, I think, yes, they have got everything. You know, the, the young, the young guys and girls coming through at the moment, they've got a lot at their disposal. I think what they are lacking sometimes is is the communication skills or the communication side of it in order to forge those connections. You know, the internet's a very big place. Um, great to connect, but also sometimes feels a bit of a lonely place because of its it, its its size, you know. And, and, and again, that's why, you know, face-to-face conversations, actually reaching out to people and forging friendships uh, and relationships with people really counts. And I think sometimes that's lost a little bit because it's so easy to fire off an email as opposed to actually go and generally make a connection with someone. Um, It can't all be done on the internet. No, you have to be physically there building those networks getting those faces I think yeah if you if you want if you want to go to the next level want to become really part of of a scene yeah it, it, it's that you can be on the fringes of it by kind of being on the net and 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 having your say via via a keyboard but I think it's 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 a lot more you know, it's 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 a lot more special and a lot more fulfilling for you as an artist or someone that wants to make it in the industry if you're actually talking to people in the flesh. Yeah, yeah, of course. Now, you set up the Academy because you were getting, you know, thousands of demos sent to you guys. How does Tourum Academy, if people are in it and they're immersed in it and they're paying for your courses, how do you help the people that we're talking about that are making music and want to get signed by you and other labels, how do you support them and help them overcome those barriers in yeah. the music industry? What we start, we, we start by looking at who the person is uh, and, and can we add a bit of value to them? You know, like one thing I, I, I kind of saw when we set Tourum Academy up, there's lots of courses out there. Um, we're not mass learning. We're very specialised in what we do purely because of the business we're in. It's a niche market. So, and we're looking to find talent to support that. So we are niche in that respect. And when we look at students that want to come to the academy or be involved in it, we're looking to see where they are, where they want to be, and do they have the assets to get there? Um, we can add that. We, we can definitely help with that, and, and, and we and you know take a masterclass that we do. For example, we touch on everything from music production to accounting to contracts to marketing to even you know to things to things like well-being and, and stuff like that. You know, it, we we want the whole package from an artist. So if we can inject that into them at the very early stages of their career and when they're learning. Um, yeah, it, it, it kind of really helps, but yeah, we 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 have of the fifteen years that we've been in it, we have the the, the skills and we have the, the staff and the people associated to kind of teach what we've learned over that time. And you're really invested, aren't you? Once you guys are kind of into someone and you're into that brand and that person, you're personally invested. You are shouting about them. You're raving about them. You've got their back, haven't you? Like you want them to succeed. That's what I really love about Tourum is. I believe that, and that really comes across in all of your social media. And when you meet the tour room team, you are one hundred percent behind the artist. That's 
Lovely. I don't know if you see that so much with other labels. I think it, we've always had to be that way. Obviously, Mark, Mark being uh, having a kind of double-edged sword of being an artist and also being a label owner. You know, our, our focus could never not be on the artist because of, we have an artist that's that, that's really kind of at the forefront of the of the label. And I've always said, you know, it's it, it, if the art if the artist is doing well, the label's doing well. It should all work in tandem. You know, if we're both earning, we're both having success. We should share in that, and we should both support each other in that. Um, and that's, I think, what we've built over the years. And yeah, you know, it's kind of for you to say that, and 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 it's a testament really to, to the team that I've got that, that that made that happen. They are pretty awesome. Now, talking of your academy members, people that have come through Tourum, yeah. Can you pick another track for me that you would like to play? All right, well, this is this is just one more from um, someone from the Tourum Academy. Okay. This, is, this is a young lady that's spent quite a bit of time with us, um, a lady called Maxine Garman, and she's, yeah, really, really good DJ, really, really dedicated, committed to what she wanted to try and achieve, and, uh, yeah, another record we've signed called Too High for Love. She is one of the most goal-orientated artists I have met. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she, you know, she, okay, it's great that you've met her because it just shows, again, that she's out there, she's networking, she wants to meet people, and I think she'll get the success from that. Yeah, here we go.
Now, Stuart, something I'm interested in, having met your team, I've been out for dinner with your team. I think they're an awesome bunch of people and there's lots of personalities happening there. What is a typical day in the tour room office like? What happens? What go on? There, there is a process of what we do. You know, the, 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 it, we don't all come in Monday and uh, and spend three hours reminiscing what we did at the weekend and, and, and what records were played. No, they're, they're straight in on a Monday, half past nine at the desk. They're working. They're working on things that you know, have a process to them. Um, so it's it's pretty similar to most kind of businesses. The difference is, you know, it, the product they're dealing with is something they're really into. It's, it's music. And as much as I can, I'm trying to make each member of staff take ownership of what they do and see where that fits in the bigger model of, of the company and within the music industry. So I hope to think that they come to work inspired because th- th- they like the music that, that, that they work and they're around, but also they have the same kind of work ethics that things have to be done and have to be done in a certain way. Now, you say it's not like, well, it's like most places. However, Mr Knight, I'm going to pull you up here. You've got a nightclub in the office. Well, that you, did you personally build that? Did I, I didn't, imagine I didn't, that? I didn't personally build oh, it. I, what? I, I, I'd, I'd had I, it in my head that we you funded. were there with a hammer and nails no, and stuff. Well, no. <laughs> no, with a broom. With, okay. a broom. with a broom and something to clear up because they're, they're not great at that, builders. But... Um, no, it, it was a friend of ours that um, that has done as an interior designer that has done a lot of work for myself and my brother. And um, yeah, she she we, we had an idea of what we wanted in this room to use as, as a bit of a live space. Um, don't call, I don't like calling it nightclub. Otherwise, um, people pe- people want to be in there all the time, <laughs> listen to music. Um, it's an intimate space. Yes, it's, uh, an, in, it's an intimate space. For what? It, it's a live room. It, it's it's something that we've we've used already for, as I say, some of the women in dance stuff that we do at uh, the record label. But it's something we're going to really kind of be launching in 2019 and let people into. Um, it's a space where we're going to do some a lot of live streaming um, and some other projects. Can't really say too much at the moment because it's still kind of in the, a little bit still in the planning stages. But yes, you'll be seeing a lot more of our little live room. Are the public going to be able to go in there? Yes, we're going to. Uh, well, wow. we're public. We, we want to make it intimate, so we want to open it up to to fans and people that really want to be yeah. there to to enjoy the experience that we're going to put on. So yeah, we're going to we're going to we're going to make it accessible. Now you mentioned that some of the stuff that's happened in there already is your women in dance projects. Now that is called We Are Listening. That has been headed up, let's say, by an awesome person in your office, yep. Victoria. Yeah, she's done. A, she's done a great job with it. You know, it's something that it was her brainchild. It was her idea, um, of, a passion of hers to start something. When you know there was a lot of there was a lot of discussion in the industry about um, women's roles within within dance music, and, uh, and and there needs to be more women involved in dance music. Something that I wholeheartedly support, and you know, we we employ you know. F- Four really strong women. Um, sorry, sorry, with the probably six, six sorry strong women, including the accounts women that were with us at the company. And you know, they're 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 very skilled at their job. They're very knowledgeable at their job. And what Victoria's trying to do with um, the we are listening is let people know that we are exactly that. We are listening. We are on the lookout for music from ev- from everyone. And and if the women feel that, uh, that they're not getting the exposure they should, we'll create that environment for them. And, you know, the, the last one we did, we had Monkey come down and, and she spoke really well about how her career has uh, has come about and uh, and some of the experiences she's had to kind of get through to get to where she's got to. And um, it's great. And, uh, you know, the other thing is the music, the level of music we were getting from from these these girls that are coming and women that are coming to the, to the events is great, you know, and, and, I, and I feel they're really taking something away with them from it, which is key. 
100%. And it is the level of the music that we've just heard from Maxine Garman, Too High for Love. She is someone that has been at those events. She's fully immersed in it, isn't she? And she's, yeah. Yeah, no, Maxine, Maxine's a, a great advertisement for the, the Academy. She's someone that, again, like I said, are dedicated to it and she's starting to get a level of success from her music and, uh, and her hard work and passion. Now... There's plenty of tracks in front of me. What are you going to play next? And tell me a bit about it. What have we got coming up? Do you know what I'm going to play? I'm going to play something that's not on tour. Room. It's on um, a record label that we run, and it's called Slow Mover. Uh, it's a current record out on a label we run called Love Another. It's by Rose featuring Rachel K. Collier. It's... Um, yeah, it's kind of the sound of sound of now run by um, the label's run by Callum at the record uh, the record label back at tour. So yeah, Rose featuring Rachel K. Collier, slow mover. love that so that's slow mover by rose and that is on another one of your labels that, yeah right? that's on love another that's a label that we run out of tour room and um yeah some great stuff on love another that's currently out at the moment now Stuart, i'm really interested as you have reached this huge milestone of 15 years with tour room this year what has been 
a real big moment for you? One of your favourite touring moments? There's been, there's been so many, you know. Um, I suppose from the business point of view, you know, that, that moment where you move out of working out of my parents' house to, to, to our first office, that was a moment, um, you know, just kind of establishing a, a, a business in that sense. I suppose from the music side, um, our fifth birthday we did at Brixton Academy, which was which was great, you know, 5,000 people and uh, Underworld played for us live. Skin from Skunk and Nancy played for us live, and yeah, it was it, it, it was a great night. Um, you know, and, and then this year, this year doing doing our fifteen year tour, you know, going, going all around the world with the record label from LA to New York to Tokyo to to London to you know all over. We, it, it, it's been a proper global tour. You know, we've yeah. hit, hit nearly every continent over the fifteen shows that we've done. So, um, so yeah, the, 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 those are the kind of some of the some of the landmarks and achievements for them. But the, the, there's loads more to do. And I suppose as a, as a label and as a person, I'm I'm more interested in what's to come than what's been. Yeah, and there's loads more to come, isn't there? I hope so. That you're not going to get into right now. Yeah, no, well, there, there, there is. <laughs> you know, there's there, there's some things that we, we we can't. I can't quite go into at the moment, and, and but exciting that we're going to do. We, we just kind of tying those last loose ends up but yeah you know we're, we're up in the game again for next year and, and I think that's that's key for a lot of brands like us that we, you've got to keep kind of reinventing a little bit um, and keeping things fresh so yeah loads loads to come next year and, uh, and the music and the rosters you know getting stronger um, it's some exciting young talent that's coming through. You know, there's there's a guy Wheats that I'm I'm kind of looking after at the moment, and we're bringing through the label that's, who's doing phenomenally well, and he's he, he's he's a big hope for the future. So yeah, I'm excited. He is doing seriously well, isn't he? Wheats is doing great. You know, he's 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 a guy from. Portsmouth, 19 years old, has the right attitude. Another guy, funny enough, the, the, the first ever meeting was at BMC. Uh, so, yeah, it ties in really nicely w- w- with what we're talking about here today. He's someone that's come through the academy, someone that's, again, showed the dedication. And his music's now been played for everyone from, you know, Alan Fitzpatrick's a big fan of his music. You know, Murillo's playing his stuff. Mark's also, you know, a, a, a massive fan and plays a lot of his material in his sets. So, yeah, he's got a real bright future. And again, he's someone that you just continue to shout about, don't you? And so does Mark too on his Instagram. You know, you it's that full support. That is yeah. just, again, I, I can't say enough really that I just love observing how well you treat the people signed to your records. It's really nice. That's the job of the record label nowadays. Yeah. It, it, you know, it, it, it's not about just putting it up on iTunes or putting it on Beatport or, or, or Spotify. It's, it's it's about, you know, giving an insight into who the artist is and showing the, the fans what they're about and what their makeup is and interacting with them on on that level. Now, you recently celebrated the fi- finale, I guess, of the 15-year celebration of Tour Room in Maidstone, Kent. That was your homecoming gig, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, we've, not, we've not done a show in Maidstone or, you know, in Kent for, what, two years, two, three years? And, um, yeah, we, 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 we were looking at ways to kind of finish off the tour and, and, and they asked us whether we'd, we'd do one of their, kind of their, their street party events where they... They open up an alleyway outside outside the venue, and uh, yeah, it got quite quite rammed. <laughs> <laughs> so it was good, yeah. Amazing party, yeah. <laughs> it, it was great. You know, it's nice to come back and 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 share something with a lot of the people that supported us since day one um, in our hometown, and 
and yeah, it was uh, yeah, a really good night. You know, it's Halloween as well, so you know, a lot of a lot of people dressing up, and just just a really more than anything, just a really good atmosphere, just a, a really good vibe. And you know, we, we hashtag and something we, we've we've kept going this year called Tour and Family, and it, and it it feels like partying with your family when when we put something on like that. Good. Now I was checking out the lineup for that and comparing that to your recent signings and thinking. Is there a shift? Is something going on in Tool Room? Is something changing? There's a bit of more of a housey direction. And then we spoke about this, didn't we, earlier? Off, yeah, yeah. Off air, so to speak. And, and I'm wrong, aren't I? Tell me. No, it's, no you're not wrong. You're not wrong. No, no, I, think, I think just just generally the, 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 the music the music industry and the, or, or, or the, the dance side of things, the way we've, we've always been positioned, you know, we have a kind of a motto with house, tech house, and techno, and we, and we cover all of those basics in what we do. But the, the, the just the, the general outlook has been a little bit more housey across all the labels and across all the sound that you're hearing on the radio. So, yeah, I suppose we, we have leaned towards that way. That lineup was, yeah, you know, we had you know the guys from Full Intention who were friends and, and big supporters of the label since day one. We had Moose T come and play. You know, Mark did a bit more of a, a disco house. He set in one of the rooms as well. So. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm getting older as well. Do you know what I mean? So I have to slow the pace of the music down a little bit. But um, but yeah, no, it was. It, it's nice to hear good vocal records now when it's been very tech house dominated over the last you know year or so. It's it's nice to hear some vocals, some hooks come back into into a, a lot of the music. But um, yeah, we, 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 we never we're not looking to necessarily label ourselves as one genre of music. We'd like to try and cover as many as we can. Of course. Now, more music for me, please, Stuart. What would you like well, to play? Well, after you know, bigging him up and, uh, and giving you a little bit of uh, his uh, his background and, and where he's come from, um, this is Wheats. This is his new record that's out at the moment on tour and called Original Rebel. Um, again, something that's been smashed by everyone. You know, Salado, big fans of it. I have you know big clips of them playing it over this the last few weeks. Um, yeah, really great record and um, definitely again one to watch for the future. Let's hear it.
Oh! 
Stuart Wheat's original Rebel. Great track. Thank you so much for sharing that with us today. What else are you going to play for me? Um, I should really play the new one from Mark Knight and Danny Howard. Um, yeah, two two guys. That, um, yeah, obviously Mark's supported the label since day one, but Danny's been a great, great, great help with the label and a great... A great champion of all the stuff that we do on his show. Um, yeah, two guys got together in the studio and uh, this one's called You Can Do It Baby, currently out on Tourum.
absolutely loving that track. You can do it, baby, out now on Tour Room Records from the formidable force that is Mr. Mark Knight, who has joined up with Radio 1 legend Danny Howard for that very special track. Enough of tribal rhythms there. Have you got anything else for me, Stuart? Um, this one's on a label uh, that we run called Zero Three. More, more progressive sounding label. Been running now for roughly around three to four years. Um, some great records on the label, and it's really kind of gathering momentum now uh, as a label and as a brand. Um, and this one's by someone who's who's been a friend of mine f- for throughout the kind of 10, 15 years that we've been doing Tour Room, um, and he's made a record for us for Zero Three. It's Wally Lopez, and this is called April Soul.
really good. Um, Stuart. Tourum Academy comes back to Brighton Music Conference, which will be in its sixth year, incredibly, in April 2019. You guys are going to be there. What can we expect from that? It's going to be hope, bigger, better. You know, it's going to be um, an evolution of what we've done over the last few years and, and kind of moving it on. Um, again, really focusing on finding some talent because BMC has been a hotbed of for us to find some talent. You know, we've heard from some of it earlier on um, and we've talked about some of the acts or the artists that we've had come through through there so yeah you know we're, we're, we're in the planning stages now um, tickets will be on sale soon so you know make sure you check out our site make sure you check out the BMC website um, yeah it sold out last year so there's you know there's a lot of appetite for it and um, yeah we've got some exciting things planned more production more focus on really helping people with their tracks and what they need to get out of their records and hopefully you know again finding some success stories. Stuart, we checked out the brand new Brighton Music Conference space earlier today. How are you feeling about that? It's it's a real move, isn't it? Wow, yeah, what 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 a venue that is. You know, the, the I three sixty itself is it's become iconic in Brighton and you know, looking around today, some of the conference spaces that BMC is gonna be gonna be using next year, it's um it's it's fantastic, and I think you know that that whole kind of seafront area. Um, I think will really become a, a great hub for everyone to kind of meet, mingle, network, and um, yeah, drink. <laughs> now, finally, what does it take to get signed by Tour Room? Great music. It just takes great music. It takes great music. It takes it, it takes a. a um, a level of communication when you want to kind of reach out to us um but it, you know yeah it, it, it starts with the music it starts with sending me the best records that you or sending our guys the best record you can possibly make um but i also think you know if it's if it's someone starting out in the career you know the path is the academy because that's where we can really put a spotlight on you and we can really look at you and my members of staff can spend some time with you to actually find out what you're about and where you want to go so yeah that's a great way and it's as as we've said it's opened up doors for a lot of people but yeah we still like we, we, we still like the demos being sent to us we still try and listen to as many as we can it's difficult um but yeah, just you know, get to know us and uh, and get to know what we're about and what the label stands for and uh, and whether you fit within that. Can I cut through that a bit though and say that I think just from observing you and the label and the kind of young people you've got joining the label is that I think you want people that are really committed, don't you? Massively, you know. It, That's really important to you, isn't it? Totally. You know, we're not looking for one-hit wonders. We're looking for people that wanna. <laughs> That want to work with us and really want to kind of have a career in in dance music. We're not looking for people that want to put out a track. Um, they happen. Don't get me wrong. And sometimes you know certain things come to pass where where you you don't have a long relationship with an artist. But ideally, yeah, we're looking for people that that, that want to be committed, that want something out of it over a long term. Now, Tour and Records have got loads of exciting things happening in 2019, which Stuart hasn't gotten into. Right. I know this. <laughs> yeah. But join their socials, join in the conversation, check out what they're up to, and most definitely grab yourself a ticket for the Tour Room Academy in 2019 at Brighton Music Conference. Stuart, thank you so much for joining me. No, thanks, Ellie. Thanks. It's been great. Brighton Music Conference podcast powered by Sharpstream. You create, we deliver. We deliver.